Hello, hello, this is Prescribed Black. Welcome to the prescription you never thought you needed. This is Conrad. That's Theo. And this is Prescribed Black. Um, today we're going to be talking about racism in the health field. I think we all, especially as black um, medical providers, I think we all experience um, what it's like to be um, Profile. Pre yeah, profile prejudge on anything that we do um, yeah. from prescribing medication to our patients, caring for our patients, yeah. um, how do we talk to our patients. I think we all have experienced some type of prejudge um, stigmatism uh, in the health field. So we're going to discuss um, our current problems, um, some of our past experiences, and we're just going to just have a conversation. Um, we made this platform. We're just gonna have a conversation and just talk about it and see um, how we can help you. If you have any questions, you let us know, and we can bring this topic back. I think this is a growing um, issue that we need to discuss, and we're gonna keep it moving. So let's talk about it. Um, so I guess I can start with the first question: In what ways have you felt that we've been um, you experienced some type of racism? in the healthcare field sure i mean honestly i feel like it's an everyday thing man like even from when i walk in the room to see a patient i've been everything between dietary i've been security i've been uh i've been like environmental services right I mean, not like there's anything like wrong or like disrespectful about those fields but at the same time if you see me come in the room with a stethoscope around my neck and uh dressed in clinical equipment white coat that doesn't automatically qualify me to be something less than right, right. just because you're used to seeing something in that facet. Uh, that's that's not how that works. Or even down to the uh, to the point where people start to think that you're I don't know like not not a doctor, not a nurse practitioner. Like I've had multiple colleagues who are black who went through who's went through this, and it's pretty annoying to be honest with you. Right. And that's, that's another thing because I've experienced the same thing. Like, I think the first thing that a lot of, I'm not even just um, patients or patient families that they prejudge and think that you're anything other than a nurse or a provider. Um, they are your tech. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think we see that a lot, especially with families and not even families, just employees, like, our, our cohorts, like yeah. people that work in the same hospital, yeah. um, we see that a lot. I think it's something that needs to change. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's kind of, I, I think the hospitals have tried to change it. That's why they implemented, you know, badges that says RN or nurse practitioner or physician. I think they've tried to kind of um, combat that, but yeah. it still exists. Yeah. Uh, you know, the culture itself, it's it's pretty, uh, I feel like it's pretty laid out. So if I come to, if I come to visit a patient and my bed says nurse practitioner or RN, I think it's very clearly marked and we never walk into a room without introducing ourselves properly. I, I don't think I've ever come to a room without introducing myself properly. I say, yeah. hey, how you doing? My name's Theo, I'm part of the internal medicine team. I'm here to help you get started with your healthcare today. And do you have any questions? And they'll still look at you and say, hey, my lunch is late or. Right, right, right. Or, you know, something like that. And then they kind of just like 
hey, how you doing? My name is Theo. I'm the guy that's making decisions about your health care today. How can I help you? Right. You know? So listen, that, that, that's another question. So does, do we see that stigmatism to towards like, you know, like patients, more patients, or just is it more our cohorts? Honestly, I mean, I, honestly, I feel like it's a mix, man, because I've been stopped by a resident uh, a few times asking me to clean out a refrigerator, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah. who are you talking to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, so, sometimes you say, all right, this is an honest mistake, and then other times you're like, all right, this got to be on purpose at this point. You know? yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like I feel like a lot of things are on purpose. I think some things are a mistake. I think it's just the culture of healthcare. Um, like when, it, like when I start first started nursing, I had I don't know why I had this facade of that I was going to see a lot of you know African American counterparts, mm-hmm. but I just had that facade that I was going to see a lot of you know people like me in the healthcare field, and um, I was going to be comfortable. Yeah. My first job, I was the only black <laughs> male on the unit. Had two other black females. Uh, oh, maybe I don't know. I had more. I had more black females than males, but I was the only black male in the unit, um, and that was a little shock to me. I was, you know, you, you. I know males are not as dominant in the nursing field as women, but we're it's starting to grow. And then when I came on the unit and I saw that, I was like, is this is is it because we're it was less males in the field, or is it a reason why I'm the only black male? On this unit, yeah. Well, you know, even so, ironically, you know, even coming through school, it was just what it was a me, you, and like maybe like five other men. Yeah. So, so, I, so, it, I mean, I, I guess you, it's a toss up. It could be because it's it's a lack thereof um, males on the on on in the health field. Yeah. Or, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm have to look into that to see exactly, you know, what is the cause. I mean, I th- I me personally, I've seen a lot of males. I know a lot of male nurses, maybe because I'm in the field yeah. that are black. Um, but I think we're we're a dying breed. I mean, I thought for one point it, I saw growth and we we're getting there, but now I'm starting to see a, yeah, a decline. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think people are really seeing what the healthcare field really is, especially with this COVID. Yeah, um, man. They're not. Yes, you know, we make good money. Um, I think people have this facade that. Oh, you are a nurse. You make you know such and such, or you make good money. Yes, you make good money, but people don't see how much we have to go through to make that money. That's a lot. Um, a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a mixture of um, both. But I mean, I guess I I just have to do more research to see what exactly um, the cause is. Well, you know, one big factor that we overlook is a, a lack of uh, leadership from. African Americans. Yeah, yeah. So, and think about the people that are doing the hiring and then psychology behind hiring. So, if you're going to hire someone, who would you more closely relate to? Someone that looks like you or right. someone sitting across the table that does not look like you? Right, right. So, it's, uh, I mean, some of the biggest institutions that I've been to, like big teaching hospitals, a huge lack of leadership um, uh, from people of color. I've been in meetings with uh, a nurse manager and like human resources and literally they're like discussing how Republican they are. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, wow. And you know, in some, in some of these like circles, Republican is like cold for, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pro me yeah, and not yeah, you, yeah. you know, make America great. Again. Make America great again. Energy. <laughs> but, oh man. But you know, they, 
even even so, like in my personal experience, I've been passed over like so many opportunities for advancement. Didn't matter how educated I was or how qualified I was, whether I had years or whether I had a degree for it, I still got passed over. Right. You know, to a certain extent, you know, people uh, only like you and they keep you under their thumb when they're they don't have any interest in your advancement. Right. Which is, you know, very painful in my opinion to try to have a career as a, a black person under, you know, a healthcare system where it's not made for you. So in my opinion, I, I think it's a lot of barriers as far as like entry to nursing, medicine, healthcare as a whole, if you're a person of color. They even they think about how segregated the intensive care units are. Like when you worked at ICU, it was just you, right? Yeah. Because I know for sure when I worked at ICU, it was literally just me. How how is that possible? You have all of these people coming from like we have maybe about three three all black schools in the state of Maryland. Like University of Maryland Eastern Shore, um, Bowie has a Man, nursing what program. Kind of, what kind of university in Maryland? Well, Morgan has a nursing program. Yeah, Morgan. Cobb has a nursing Cobb program. Ben. But, um, Bowie. And then, like, Sojourner Douglas was, like, spitting out, like, black nurses. Howard. Howard. Well, Howard's DC. Howard, DC. Same thing. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's really easy to get here and there. Uh, same thing. But we spitting out, we spitting out all of these, like, black nurses from all these black colleges. But yet, you still see a lack of diversity in, like, intensive care units. How is that possible? You trying to tell me that nobody's coming out as qualified or smart enough to do this? You, you can't convince me. Yeah, I don't know. care who you are, what you do, where you from. You know, you can't convince me of that. Yeah. You know, and, and even if you do feel as though they're not up to par, why can't they learn? Yeah, I mean, and that's what that's what it is. It's a it's a it's a stigmatism, especially now. I feel like it's a big stigmatism about with especially surrounding the African American race with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I think. Yes, we are trying to move and progress as a society, uh, but I feel like that can also bring a little crutch to our developmental growth and um, physical growth, especially in the work field. Yeah, um, just because people are going to be more cautious now. Like, um, it's going to be. I'm sure it's going. You're going to see a lot more lawsuits. You're going to see a lot more um, protests especially on job sites, especially when everybody gets back to start working, um, when all this COVID uh, stuff is finished, you're going to see a lot of that, especially now. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something that we have to, you know, keep in mind, especially as an African-American community. Um, we can't be, I mean, let me, let me make sure I say this correctly. I don't want to offend anybody, but we have to be very mindful um, and not be too sensitive to what we do or try to jump and make rational decisions before we think, um, especially now, because we're, we have the, the bullseye is on, our, is on us right now. Um, and we have to be smart about it. In order to create change, especially in the healthcare field or even in the world, we have to be very smart of how we react to certain situations and how we react to uh, you know, our jobs or just life period. Um, so, you know, we, we control our destiny right now. And I think um, we're doing a good job of, you know, protesting and being peaceful to an extent. Um, 
and some of it, some of the, you know, the rioting and, and um, the violence is some of it is sort of kind of warranted, but we, we're not going to preach violence. We want to, we want to preach, you know, safe um, protesting um, so we can get our point across. Um, so I think, you know, as a community, we just need to come together a little bit more, um, look out for each other. I think that's a big issue in healthcare. Um, we do not look out for each other. We, we, we will work and, you know, our other colleagues or the other race, they will look out for each other. So we, if we do something wrong or if something happens, we don't look out for each other. Um, so I think that's one big thing that we need to do um, is look out for each other. They're, the other, other races are only going to treat us the way we treat each other. So if other races see us treating each other in, you know, um, bad way, not bad ways, but, you know, in different ways other than supporting each other, they're going to treat us the same. Um, so I think we need to do a better job in ourselves, especially so we can lift that culture, lift, uplift that racism in the health field. Uh, so we can just be a better culture, a better um, race. I mean, I'm sure we can talk about this topic more and more. Um, and we're going to bring back this topic. We're going to bring back more statistics to this topic. It's just something that came up on our mind and we felt that we need to talk about it. Um, we want to get people feedback and get people questions so we can bring a part two to this because this, this, is, this is the future right now. This is present and this is what's happening right now. And we, we have to just talk about it. Um, so we all support Black Lives Matter. Um, I know other people may say, you know, all lives matter, but I think many people that say that are missing the real point when we say Black Lives Matter. Um, we're just trying to end, you know, the stigmatism, the brutality, um, the racism in the Black community. You know, when we say like Black Lives Matter, that means like, you know, all lives can matter. It's fine, you know. Right. But like right now, the people who are in distress are, you know, Black lives. Whether it comes from police brutality to healthcare disparities, I mean, there's still a huge, um, a huge gap in you know, infection rates of COVID nineteen amongst African American right, right, people. Right. You know, we still have you know African women. Americans and Latinos are the highest exactly highest um, cases of COVID nineteen right now. We, we still have like women dying from pregnancy, giving childbirth in the hospitals. One of the most advanced countries in the world, but we can't have one of the worst, you know, have one birth, of the worst birthing rates. systems. Yeah. For, for, you know, for years, I've said this, and I feel like I've said this to like plenty of my colleagues, um, OBGYN, out of all the advancements that we've made amongst medicine, OBGYN has been the slowest growth that I've ever seen. Not since... Um, not, not not since we've like, had modern medicine established have we seen too many like I think the biggest advancement was like birth control you know what I mean like uh, further birth controls like IUDs and crap like that. Yeah. other than that like why is it that we still have women dying in, in African American women particularly two times as likely to uh, die in childbirth than you know their their white counterparts. And then just going back to this, uh, to the Black Lives Matter movement in relation to just like, like work environments all around. I really feel like healthcare itself missed the opportunity 
to become an ally. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing the the white coat uh, for Black Lives protest. Um, I was working that day. I was rounding, yeah. and I missed the protest. I think it was me and like one other like black doctor. And the the only thing that we could think of was like, how do you go have a a, a white black, coat for right, black right, lives right, without right. two of the only black providers at the hospital? Yeah. We were like, we were like, how how is that possible? Like, how do you how do you even make that possible? How do you have how do you have a whole protest of black lives yeah. without including your black providers? And that, and that's what you gotta think of. Is it is it just for show? Is it just for you know the camera? Yeah. So, um, so WJZ definitely was there. Yeah, they Fox forty five was definitely out there. I don't know how much footage they used, but they they were in the building. You know, I mean, just the, even outside of healthcare, like you gotta wonder, like how much of this is like show for marketing, you know? Because you know, the black dollar is trillions, right? Yeah. If, if if not trillions, billions. And if we decide we want to pull out on something, cancel culture is strong right now. Right. right? You try to tell me that if we start to pull out, they're not gonna say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Black Black Lives Matter. Right, right, right. Bring them 20s here. Bring them 100s here. Black Lives Matter, and then right. you know, once 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 the 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 news cycle died down, Black Lives. But that, but that's 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 what we have to realize. Like it's not. I mean, yes, it's it's a lot in healthcare, but it's 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 the whole world. It's global. I would never forget a white man told me this. As a businessman, and I was like, "So why you why do you open a lot of your businesses in the city?" Why do you, you know look for a lot of opportunities in the city? It was actually a white Jewish. I think I believe it was a white Jewish. And he said, um, he said not to be racist, but the black community spends their money. The black community um, will you will give them money and they will put it back in in the in um, in society. We never save it mm. in layman terms. Mm. Um, so he said, I'm always going to have my businesses there because I know I'm going to make the most profit in these black communities. Mm. So that, that's, that's, a, that's something that we have to keep in mind when we, when we get a check or we get paid or we're working for something. We, gotta, we have to really step up our game and look at investments um, to try to build our community. And when we, get, when we get to a certain position, we have to get back to our community. Um, a lot of us, we... Uh, get where we want to go and then we run um, i think we need to try to keep the money in our community and let's keep it in the circle it's like i think it's like um it's like a, a chart that i seen about how long a dollar circulates like circulates in certain communities and i think on that chart like the black dollar circulates the least within the community i think it i think it was like somewhere between like two like 30 seconds to two minutes or something like that yeah. I mean, uh, you know, once again, you know, I don't mind going on topic just to talk about a, a broad global social economic right. look. But I mean, if you look, if you look at like um, like communities, the pro- predominantly black communities that suffered from like redlining from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, even the 90s, you will see that we have um, no corner store owners of color that you'll, you'll have like, you know, maybe Middle Eastern, Indian, uh, Asian. And what they do is, and you'll see this pretty often is that they'll take that, they'll take their money that they make from our community and then they'll draw, they'll take their money, drive to their community, mm-hmm. invest in that community yeah, yeah. and then come back the next day and do the rinse, wash, repeat. Hmm. Um, and 
it's uh, it's interesting to see because you know people will say, hey, you know, there's no money in this community. People will you know say things like that. How is that even possible when like they're literally making hand over fist hundreds of thousands? You know what I mean? All right. So I I think that's a I think that's a wash to try to say that the black community doesn't have money. We have money. That's why they put stores here. So I, I think is whether we're using the money wisely or not. Yeah. So, so um, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we're going to come back to this topic. I think it's a broad topic. Um, we're going to come back with um, more specific uh, details on, you know, just the healthcare and um, as a society as a whole. And we're going to, you know, answer any questions that we get from this video. This is only part one. We just having a discussion, just something that we thought about and we felt that it needed to be discussed. So look out for part two of this discussion um, in Black Lives Matter. I'm the I'm Conrad. <laughs> I'm Con Theo. <laughs> and this is uh, Prescribed Black. Prescription you never thought you needed. Peace. Oh, my.